Great Cliff, and we have a ton of things to talk about today, including the Anthem being overhauled, uh, the Division 2 going down in price in preparation for the new DLC next month. We talk about other upcoming video game releases, and we talk about the PS5 price point. But before we get into that, I am joined by... Hey, it's Dave here. How's it going, guys? And rounding out the cast, we can finally hear him this time. Ronnie G, the medicine man. Look, look at that. So clear. How you guys been this week? Uh, Pretty good, man. Um, not much exciting going on. Still doing the data battles. Finally got into Zemnis. Um, started playing Resident Evil 7 again, so that'll be... Pretty cool journey to go back on. Got all the DLC to that, so pretty excited about that. But like I said, man, not much. You said there was a sale on Steam, right? All the Cap- Capcom things went down a little bit? That's the Capcom uh, sale going on. Actually, I think all three platforms on the Switch, uh, PlayStation, Xbox, and also Steam as well. Uh, Resident Evil 7 was 14 and then the Gold Edition was 23 You know I had the cop. I had that $20 gift card, so I got that Gold Edition. Only spent like $5 on it. Okay, that's a come up. I have to check that out. Uh, what's up with you, Ron? How your week been? Eh, not much. You know, same old, same old. You know, busy at work. Uh, you know, Valentine's Day and stuff like that. For those who don't know, I'm a sushi chef, so restaurant business. It's not always easy. And uh, I've been watching uh, Hero Academia, per your recommendation. So far, so good. I think I'm like nine, ten episodes in. Okay, we got to see what happens after episode 12. It's going to... We'll see what happens. What do you think about that? Oh, uh, my. T- <laughs> so this week I started playing Final Fantasy 15. Um, it's taken a, a little bit to get going. I'm also someone who gets wrapped up in side quests. So it yeah. could be that um, I'm actually level 11 now and the next mainline quest is level five. So I'm probably going to walk through all this stuff. Uh, <laughs> so. Level 11. You're not, a, you're not a real one if you don't go out at night. Oh, of course I'm going out at night. I'm facing level 21 enemies at level 5 and all that. It's It's been... This is a very interesting game. I'm going to stick with it and see little, if I can... How you like the battle system? Hold on, let me give him the tip first. A little, little early tip. Do the tea hunts and then go stay at the two-time experience hotel. Cost 10,000 yeah, 10, gil. You'd be level 13 up to Okay. I've, I've been doing the camps and... Uh, yeah, all the hunts. I don't do the camps. Don't go to camps. Don't stay at camps. Well, camps give you, I think, 1.5. If you do the, I forgot what city it was, but it's two times the XP. He's not, he's not there yet. He's not there yet. I know, yeah, he's not there yet, but it's two times the and it's like 10 grand every time you sleep there. So it can get a little costly, man. Okay. Yeah, I just found out the stuff that happened at the at my uh, hometown, his pops dying and all that. So I'm still pretty early on, but we'll see. I'll keep you guys updated as we go along. So let's first dive into Anthem being overhauled. Have either of you guys played Anthem? That's a fat no. Yeah, it was a no, but I've seen a few people play it. And like it's always it's like weird to me, like when you ask someone how Anthem is. Yeah. It's like no exactly. in between. It's no in between with it. Yep, it's either it. it's really good or it's really bad. It really depends on who you ask. There's no in between with that game for some reason. I know when it first came out, it was supposed to be like EA's answer to like Bungie's Borderlands. Destiny game. Mm-hmm. I thought it was uh, supposed to be their answer to Destiny. And I don't mm-hmm. like when video games do that. You made this game, so I feel like I have to make something similar mm-hmm. to it. And then like something like this happens where you can mix reactions. Yeah. I think I was on the same wave when it first got when it first got announced like two years before it came out E three, it looked like everything at E three does looked amazing. And I was super interested in it because Cliff knows that like we played Borderlands like, like crazy. 
and I'm into the loot 'em up, shoot 'ems, even though I didn't get into Destiny because same issues that it had, like Anthem had it first. But like you said, people either loved it or they hated it. And there was literally no in between. And I got a few people that was like begging me to play, and I got a few people that was like, yo, just avoid this game at all costs. Yeah, I played it a lot on the PS4. I played the beta along with my brother and cousins and a couple friends. Um, and we had issues there, mostly the load screen. You would be in a load screen uh, for everything, little, every little thing you did. You went to a door, it loaded. Um, you finished a, a, a quest, it had to load. And the loads were like five minutes. Mm. And oftentimes it would shut the game down completely. Bruh. So we just chalked it up as being a beta and we just thought it was going to be fixed when the full game came out. That wasn't the case. It was even more bugs. Um, and it was almost impossible to match make with people that you knew. So, so uh, yeah, Anthem is being made by BioWare, which is the same folks who made the uh, Mass Effect games, Jade Empire, and Nice Little Republic. So they've been around for a while. But the head honcho over there at BioWare, Casey Hudson, uh, released a blog post earlier this week um, about the dying title. He said that his team plans on making some big changes over the next couple months to make Anthem a more satisfying game. Um, he points out the lack of loot, the lackluster progression, and the empty in-game experience, which is something that you really need in these games. Uh, yep. Like you pointed to with Destiny um, being the, the top multiplayer looter game experience and then um, borderlands has been around for a long time and the newest release coming out is pretty good so they really have a lot of competition out here uh would you guys be willing to play after they revamp the game i'm pretty sure they're gonna have to bring the price down too, some type of sale to bring people in i can't see myself advocating for people playing full price for this so would you guys be willing to play this game that's what i was actually thinking like how are they gonna market this are they gonna market as like a new expansion and put like the revamp stuff in that or is it just gonna be like an update to the game because if it's an update to the game to. and it's like 10 15 dollars i'll buy it but like if they have to do like an expansion and that's how they revamp everything i'm not gonna spend that money on it i feel like they're doing you. the same like, thing with Final Fantasy 14, we talked about this uh, earlier this week, where they completely changed the whole the way the game function. So an update alone isn't gonna like a $15 expansion. Mm-hmm. I think they're gonna have to just completely change the whole game. Yeah, I I would to answer the question. I, it depends on what it looks like. But like you were just saying about the reamping the whole game. You know, you both you guys know like I'm a huge Rainbow Six fan and that same thing happened the game was broken it was dying and what they did was they literally took a whole season which is four months in the game and um revamped the whole thing the whole game the whole settings the whole uh, just a lot of things you know hit registration a whole bunch of stuff and they made a free play weekend like after they did that you know to get players in to like you know basically try the game so if they do that like give me a free play weekend or a huge discount on it then yeah i'll be interested to play it because the whole mech idea of it was always fun to me and obviously it looks good but like you said, why play a looter if there's no loot? Why why level up if it's hard to level up? Why play why play the game of a multiplayer game and you can't even connect with your friends? Like it's all it's all fucked up. Right. Realistically though, it's gonna have to be like some sort of expansion and then it's gonna be like thirty or forty dollars. So would you spend the thirty or forty dollars on it? But here's the thing, for for you and I, it's only an investment of thirty dollars. But for but for, like say somebody like Cliff who already played, that's another thirty dollars he's probably gonna have to put out. Yeah. So yeah. for us and anyone an who edition, got the special editions for a hundred dollars, think about yeah. that. Exactly. Yeah. So and so 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 to ask those players to reinvest in it, 
it's it's not it's not fair. Yeah, but it, I would I would think if they got the um hundred dollar edition, it would come with some sort of season pass, and then that season that pass should include this new expansion coming you, up. You would think that, but come on now, we both know it's EA, and all they want to do is just money grab on everything they do. Like yet again, when Siege did that, they they released the next season, right? And it was and it was the still the standard. If you well, the way season pass work in Siege is you buy you spend forty dollars for the whole year. So if you spent the forty bucks for the whole year, you got every season that came out that year. So that's that was one benefit to it. But if this game is going to release the game, I guess the whole like the whole new reamp system for only thirty bucks or twenty bucks, it's just that investment for new players. But for people who already play it, they gotta buy that expansion pass. Man, they're 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 not gonna buy that. Cause I wouldn't. Why would I give you more money? Yeah, my, my thought behind it is that this game is half baked. It's not. It wasn't shipped completely finished. Um, it had other issues besides the the loot stuff and things I pointed out earlier. Like just walking around in the area where when you weren't in in combat, you couldn't run and you were walking really slow. Mm. And that was pretty frustrating. Um. And then you couldn't really customize your javelins, so it was supposed to like uh, you. You never played Destiny, but they call it Destiny. Like in the end game, you get all this crazy armor. You ch- you color your your gear and like add different mods to it. And that's one of the things that drew me into Anthem, the the uh, the level of customization. And you couldn't even do that. All the colors look the same. So I think that there, there's no way I wouldn't be I wouldn't pay thirty bucks to play this game again because I already bought it and it was it was half baked when it came out. And we talked about this, I think, back when 360, when the when the advent came out with with uh, day one patches. Yeah. This feels like a day, I guess, a year one patch for this game. Right. Um, and the the first division suffered from the same thing. Granted, I didn't play it at release. I played it later, but apparently it was the same thing with the division. They promised mm-hmm. to support the game for two years, but they were just basically trying to catch up to all the bugs and all the things that was wrong with the game, all, all the unbalanced issues and stuff like that, and things of that nature. And I feel like a lot of games in recent memory with all the new digital content stuff is making games as half big. Like for instance, look at Andromedia as everybody <laughs> know <what I> call it. <laughs> Andromeda for those who don't really know, but um, that came out super half big. Like I literally bought it day one. We're all huge Mass Effect fans. Bought it day one and literally took it back three days later because it was just so bad and it was just unbearable to play. I'll never forget the one scene would maybe just stop. They're talking about the end of the world. And everybody should be sad or looking sad or concerned, and all the characters are just smiling about. And that's what I was. I wasn't fully immersed in the world. But then later on, I heard they fixed it, but it was too late for me. You, you lost me. You lost me. Yeah, well, nothing like makes the- me. Nothing makes me more skeptical about a new game I buy when I open it and I put it in, and there's a day one patch in it. Yeah. That yeah. I really couldn't take the extra day making this game. You couldn't take one extra day and add this onto it. You had to make a day one patch. Like, why am I buying this brand new game and then there's an update and, for it already? And it's not a small and it's not a small patch or update. It's, it's probably like four or five gigs at that. Right, right. But you know these publishers are, are the ones that's pushing them out. So you have to have your street date. You have to be able to yeah. meet this this deadline. So you'll have them give the gold star to these games, make the you know ship them out to the Game Stops and Best Buys and Targets around the world. And then you are still working on the game. So when the game finally releases, you're able to, all right, this is a better version. Hopefully it, it works with the code that we currently have on the disc. Right. Um, and yeah. it's, this is definitely what EA, and this is one of the EA. fears that people had EA. when BioWare yeah. was uh, obtained yep. by EA, uh, that this would, you know, eventually happen. Everybody Luckily, Mass Effect 2, right, Mass Effect 2 wasn't hurt that much, but then we got 3, and then Andromeda, and then 
Yeah, so uh Yeah. And that, and now this kind of goes back to what we were talking about last week with Capcom trying to compete with other gamers. Like right. Anthem was trying to compete with Destiny. Like instead yep. if you just focus on your game and you try to make the best game you possibly can, chances are your game would be pretty good. But when you're trying to compare your game to like something else and you're trying to make it very similar, it's not gonna work out. And I think that uh games would that have like the idea of like like having content further the game later on, like that just gives them the reason to just back off, like making sure it's good because they're like, oh, we're just going, we're still going to work on the game for the next year anyway. Right, right. So, right. but let's be like, honest they, here. When they say they're trying, oh, this is this anthem is this answer to Destiny, aka this game, we're making this game to try to steal your fans. You're not going to steal fans from like a game that's already established. Yeah. yeah at least not hardcore fans. They try. They tried to. Casual fans. They tried to capitalize on Destiny 2 having its issues because it's yep. even now I haven't played in the season and it's still having it's still having issues. I still watch YouTubers talk about it, and it's the same complaints from year one. Um, Which always kept the, me away from Destiny, by the way. It feels really good. I could say the game feels good, like the way you move, the way you shoot. It's it's amazing, but it's just no meaningful progression in these games. Like you mm. you end up playing three months to chase four different vari- variations of the same weapon. That may have a good role, may may not have a good role, and you're still playing stuff you played in, in year one. The same strikes. Let me not talk about Destiny one. I, uh, Destiny two. I could be here all all day. Uh, I downloaded it when it was free, and it's I just couldn't it's free. find how to. I I just couldn't find how to get to the story. I didn't talk to to Ooh, actually get a story mission. Yeah, I didn't know what missions was I was doing. Was it a side mission? I was like super confused. So that was my concern with with the uh, the new light release. So in Destiny 2, the the vanilla version, you're jump, you're thrown right into the story. As soon as you open the game, it's the it's the Red War. It's very clear what you got to do. You're trying to save the tower. But with with this new uh, with New Light, everything is open to everyone. So I'm not sure what it's like for new players. But from hearing what you guys are saying, that's I I, I would I would literally have to join your party to see exactly how things look. I couldn't imagine having all four DLC open to you right away. Because the first story wouldn't make sense then. The Red War wouldn't make sense to you. Right. All right, so uh, Division 2 is a game that we are going to be playing pretty soon. Um, I had it on PS4 when it first came out. You guys had it on Xbox. And now, since it's just $2.99, um, I've picked it up on Xbox One in preparation for the Warlords of New York. So that's coming out March 30th for 30 bucks. And it's supposed to be, quote-unquote, the Taken King of um, that's the, the Division 2. Based on Destiny 1, they had a DLC called Taken King, and it completely changed the game. So they're looking to do the same thing with Division 2 uh, this time around. How you guys feel about the game that you were delivered? Because um, you, you guys both beat the game, right? Yes. Yep. Um, uh, did you enjoy off, it, and I'm are you looking forward that. to this new DLC? Yeah, uh, me and Ron played that game all the time. But I do want to say that one more time, though. Division 2 is $2.99 across all platforms. So if you don't have it, do yourself a favor and go get yeah. it for $3. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, we played it all the time. The game was great. I mean, it was way better than part one. You know, me and Ron talk about this all the time. Better. It's, better than, it's better than part one, but we can't tell you why. We don't know why. Part one it's got better a year later. I can say that. Too I did late. jump back into number one. Yeah, it's too late for most folks, for sure. It was something about part one where, no, don't get me wrong, the game was good. It was just something that I can't, like, explain that made me, like, not want to mm. keep playing it. We it played it for a pepper. while. 
It was <laughs> it was kind of repetitive, but Division Two is kind of repetitive too. But I don't know, man. I just can't explain why it's so much better than Part Two. I mean, Part One. Yeah. Uh, when it first came out, like I had broke my leg around that time too, so I had a lot of time to play. So I was playing it way more than Dave was, but we played a lot of it, probably like sixty hours in it together alone. And that's all we kept saying is how the first one was so bad. So bad to me. And I got into it a year later. So I'm definitely not trying to hear it got better because I got into it a year later because I think it was on sale for like 10 bucks or something like that on the 360. And I had got it and played it and just dookie. But this one was so good. The player progression, everything. It was, and you know, another thing that was wrong with the first one that I, I can pinpoint is that the first one had too much menu time. Like you were just in menus way too much trying to read your DPS output and this, this, and that. And this one just streamlined it in a different kind of way where you didn't know it was streamlined. You didn't know you wanted it until you got it kind of thing. You didn't know you wanted this yeah. until you got it. We did say that, that the menu was like way so, the customization menu was so much better. So much better. So yeah. much better than the first one. So as far as DLC goes, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely very, very interested in DLC, even though I haven't played it in like two, three months. I think there was a DLC came out like before summer and or the end of summer, I think. Yeah, so, for the raids. Yeah, so it was, yeah, it was, raid. yeah, so it was end of summer. So yeah, I, I haven't played it, but for a full-blown DLC, new storyline package, yeah, I'm all for that. Yeah, I played the vanilla version on PS4, as I said. I enjoyed it, but it's one of those games where um, it is repetitive, so you need other players to play with you. And everyone else that I had on my friends list were playing Destiny 2 at the time. So um, I was able to complete the game, but I'm willing to go jump back in, especially to go into Dark Zone. I love the Dark Zone. It reminds me a lot of Gears of War. Mm. Um, Which I'm so going to go at. I'm, I'm down. I'm down with that. So be on the lookout for Division 2. Look at your... Uh, game stores they should be on sale until the middle of next month if not up until the sale um that would make the most sense i doubt if they're going to make it 50 bucks again and then here the dlc is coming out tomorrow you, you should get it now uh so do yourself a favor and get that it's a pretty dope game uh another game coming out pretty soon so it seems like this is the games episode it's a lot of stuff coming out later this year including this new batman game in the fall there's looking to be a soft reboot for this series. Um, and this is a reboot to the Arkham games, if you are familiar with those. It came out a couple years ago uh, under Rocksteady. I didn't get a chance to play all those games. So how do you guys feel about this new reboot coming out? I played a few of them. They were okay, but like so many people I talk to swear by these games, man. Mm -hmm. like, they think these games are like the greatest thing. But like one thing that turned me off about is like a soft reboot. Once again, like why are we rebooting this when it's a fairly you know, new game? So we're just going to jump right into a reboot. Like, we couldn't just, like, go off the story and still make it part of a DC game universe. Mm -hmm. I would like to know their reasoning. Like, what made them, like, want to reboot it? Instead of just, like, continuing with the story and just adding DC elements to it. Yeah, they might have right, wrote themselves into a bond uh, with the whole time skipping thing uh, or the different characters around his time as Batman. The same thing with the movies, too, I don't like how they jump around the timeline because it makes it hard to make sequels because you are often uh, retconning things. So, I mean, I played some of them, but I'm, I never beat them. I'm not the biggest Batman fan. I know you guys are going to say what you say about that, but yeah, Batman isn't for me, really, so uh, Same. I, don't, I don't really, I don't really uh, care it's coming out, yeah, but right. for the fans who like it, you know, good, good on you. I'm. I want a Superman game, but that's not going to happen. It's never going to happen. Good Superman game. It's never. Gonna I want to. Or Flash. I can even do Flash. Superman or Green Lantern. Of Steel. 
I want a sequel, Man of Steel. That was a good movie. But you're, ne- you're you're never going to get a video game. You can't make Superman lose. So you can't, there's never going to be a video game. Unless you take his powers, then you're going to have to deal with that. Then that's yeah. a really weird now you got a combat epic. system. Right, you're going to be on the floor beating up people like like Batman. Yeah. GTA style. GTA style, <laughs> Superman, John. But uh, as far as the Batman goes, I I didn't I played the first one like halfway through, and this is one of those it was free kind of things on the mm-hmm. 360 back in the 360 where they gave you the free games for the month, even though they still do. But uh, mm-hmm. I got like halfway through, and and it was good, but I didn't want to play it anymore because you know graphical overhauls it just didn't look as good, and I was you know. I'm, right, it's I'm, hard to play old games, you know. Yeah, I'm vain like that. I'm vain like that. Exactly why I have not played Katori yet. I just can't play with those. I yeah, just can't it's so hard. To, it's so it. hard to because I try, even and just to keep on this point real fast. I even uh with Shenmue too. I try to get. I try to replay when they released on the Xbox, uh, Game Pass. And dude, I was like, I was in there for like two hours, and after that, I was like. Man, this looks so bad. And I just had Shenmue I just three it looks up. the same. It don't look that much different. It's just yeah, uh, yeah. Shenmue three was a disaster from what I from what I read and know. I didn't buy it, and I'm a huge Shenmue fan for those who don't know. But it was a disaster from what I heard. But as far as this Batman goes, like I'm not. I like Batman as a character because I wish he don't have as many powers and he still whoops people's ass. So I mean, even though he's you know silver spoon kind of thing, but that I like white privilege is powerful, man. Facts. Yeah, that's the house of superpower right there. That's really a superpower. Let Batman be Hispanic or black, man. He wouldn't be able to do yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't have made it like, this long. That, he wouldn't have made it this long. That chin got a goatee on it? Grab him. <laughs> <laughs> Grab him. Yeah, yeah, he a vigilante, you know. But yeah, I wasn't a... I'm not a big Batman fan either. And to be honest with you, I'm not a big DC fan. It's just... I mean, I like, I like hey, the Flash. Hey, who is? Nobody but, is. But like, other than that... Other than that, like nah, nah. Like I still think to me, right I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> to me, like that Flash TV show is the best thing DC has produced. Don't get me, their animated films are really good too. Right, right. But like their, like their shows and movies aren't too great. Like I said, the best one to me was is the Flash series on CW right now. And Green Lantern, I mean, not Green Lantern. Green Arrow was good for like two seasons, and then yeah, you guys already know how I feel about the rest of that. Dude, I'm gonna tell you what's wrong with DC in one word: Superman. That's what's wrong with DC. You can't. It's that's one of their best characters, and it's not too much you can do with him, cause he's Superman. He yeah, can't. They kind of wrote him weird over time, so it was really hard to make him anything other than the Boy Scout of America, yeah. because it's, it's I don't know the fan base is just too tied to this this idea, so it's hard to keep doing that. Cause if you if you make a Superman movie that's like the comic books, it's either gonna be really boring. Yeah. Um. And people are going to complain about it, or they're going to do something different, and then people complain about it because this isn't my Superman. Exactly, dude. Superman is. Yeah. Is so he he's so he's so broken in in a lot of ways. Like as we say in the video game, somebody's OP. He's just broken because you can't make a game out of him because he, what what you going to do? Like you said, take his powers. You can't do that. So so then you got the other. So now he's now he's overpowered. So now it's just a beat him up. Do you really want to play a beat him smash him up game? Not really. It's too many of so, those. Movie wise, you know he's Sup- gonna win. Like, so hard. Superman is like one of those characters where, whatever you do with him, you're not gonna make everyone happy. Yeah, he's broken. Yeah, he's broken. At least Batman has a persona, and you know he's like this, so you can all and and he got a, he he does lose in the comics, so people don't realize he does. Doesn't Batman die at one point in the comics, something like that too? I think 
I think like every five years, but he he loses a lot and then comes back. That's yeah. one of the things about him, cause uh, yeah, his driving force. Batman is a compelling character, but I don't know. It's just I just I think because I grew up with Marvel comics and with Spider Man and all that stuff, Batman is kind of like for me. I like I like I like Batman. I do, but in that universe, it's so hard. It's so hard for them to do movies. Like the Wonder Woman thing they did was really good. I really like that. I enjoyed yeah, that, that a lot. That was dope. And and. Crazy thing, she only got paid like five hundred thousand dollars because she knew it was gonna be a sequel. But no. she OP too. She is. I mean, she could basically do the same thing as Superman. So it's just hard for DC to write movies and games and stuff like that. They could make a game out of one of them, sure, but it's hard for them to do that kind of stuff because their 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 superheroes are broken. Superman. Yeah, I'm a lot more critical of DC stuff. I think I could enjoy it. Like I've read some of the comic runs, especially with the new Fifty Two. And all that, and uh, I'm gonna make a quick pivot to the the Batman, uh, just gonna be directed by Matt Reeves. The test footage was released for that. Now that I was really interested in, um, because it's it's a different take on it. It's Robert Pattinson, who's a really dope actor. I think yeah. I really enjoyed this movie, and the cast looks pretty dope too. Um, I know you guys watched it. Uh, how do you feel about the new costume and the the direction that it looks like they're going with the guns being the bat signal in his chest? Uh. I like it. Um, I nah. think with every Batman, they they should do like a new a new costume or a new new look on it. As long as it's not George Clooney, I'm cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, I'm always down with like new costumes for like superheroes and whatnot. But you know, this is like one of those things. Just gonna have to wait and see what happens. Yeah, it was barely anything. It was like a minute. But I one thing that's uh, got everyone chomping at the bit is what exactly is that the bat symbol on his chest? People are saying it may be Joe Chill's gun. Joe Chill is the one who kills Batman's parents when he's a kid. His driving force becoming a vigilante. Um, that'd be an interesting take on it. So as time, and that I would say his jawline. This dude looks like Batman. Yeah, he looks like yeah. Batman. He sell yeah, and that's just, and that's so important. Like to playing these roles is you gotta sell the character. And I feel like even when he first got announced, I was like, yeah, I can see that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. He definitely, he definitely, he fits the role. And I'm, I'm definitely excited to see it now. I'm definitely excited. Yeah, I want to see some footage uh, before I make a, a big take on it. But, yeah, I'm interested in something new. And the writing is important. And Matt Reeves has made some pretty dope movies, so I'm feeling uh, pretty confident in this. So let's make a pivot back to some video games this year. Uh, what are some games you're looking forward to? Like I mentioned earlier, we have the new Mega Man Zero game coming out. Still no Mega Man X. Uh, so it has to deal with Mega Man Zero. Uh, Animal Crossing coming out next month. Yeah. Doom, Doom Eternal. Uh, what are some games you're looking at that's not Resident Evil? Because <laughs> we talked about we, <laughs> a lot. All right, so, so what are some other games you guys are interested in this year? All right. If we're eliminating Resident Evil and we're eliminating Final Fantasy VII Remake, I'm going to go with Last of Us 2. I don't know mm. if you guys played Last don't, of Us 1. Don't but... listen. L- disclosure. I didn't finish it. Don't talk about the ending. I am going to finish it. All don't right. talk about the ending. No spoilers. But Last of Us 1 is probably, and that came out when the PS4 first came out too they re, uh, remastered it from the ps3 to ps4 and that was yeah. one of the first games for the ps4 and to me even though all these years have passed the last of us is the best game on the playstation 4 right now that game was so good the story was amazing like the character development was great like you get attached to like joel and ellie like that whole yeah, game was just and it just like picks up right from the beginning too yeah i really uh, enjoyed it i beat it on ps3 oh, I wasn't. I didn't beat the. Uh, I didn't play it again on PS4. I did the multiplayer, which was really dope. Um, a lot of people 
it was kind of underrated. I think in the same way that the Uncharted multiplayer was underrated. Tomb Raiders too. Yeah, I think it was really good. And if they bring it back for part two, I'd be interested in doing the faction battles. But yeah, man, uh, The Last of Us Two, Last of Us was unlike any other game I played before. It, the scenery and the way that they told oh the story and the God, music dude. really yes, sold dude. it because not only was the writing great and like you said you attached to these two characters the venues you were going to so it was a dilapidated like uh that library mission you had to go to in, in, oh, in yes. library or that university dude, that's what it was yeah, I got there. I was beautiful there. beautiful it looked amazing um that whole boiler room scene mm-hmm. oh my god dude that was like one of the, like scariest scenes like ever like i've ever seen but yeah, that game was really good, man. Besides that game, um, just for the fun of it, because I've never actually played them, the Mega Man Zeros, the Legacy Collection, I would like to play that. Mm-hmm. Since I'm not getting like a new Mega Man X installment, I wouldn't mind spending like 30 or 40, 30 bucks on that Mega Man Zero Collection. So those would be the two that I'll be most interested in. How about you, Ron? Uh, I'm definitely, definitely excited about the last one. So you know, I didn't beat the first one. And I will. I got a PS3 sitting right here. Just don't play it. Um, I will. I will beat that. Like you guys said, it was. I got maybe like, I think it was like, is it? I think it was chapter based. So chapter six, and it is still. And I didn't even finish it. It's still one of the best games I've ever played, hands down. I'll play. Well, How I'm you gonna play last two? No PS4. I mean, I I get it just for that. I, like I'll get PS4 just for Final Fantasy VII, also, which I'm probably gonna have to. Um, I'm excited about Animal Crossing. I'm a huge Animal Crossing fan, huge Animal Crossing fan. So, and I'm definitely excited for that. I I don't know what it is about Animal Crossing. Ever since the first one, I don't know. What it is. Picking weeds and knocking down trees is just so much fun. It's very me. relaxing. Yeah, just just for no you reason at all. You just lay down. You could just lay down and play. For no reason, I remember when that first came out for the Nintendo, the GameCube, and uh, you know people was in your world, like people that was on the same day. Yo, man, make, make sure you pick the weeds when you're in my world, man. Make sure, you, yo, that right, was, right. <laughs> that used to be so fun, like just you know a little family game to play. So I'm always excited to hear that when that's coming out, that it's still running. Um, Cyberpunk, obviously, but I don't know. Like I want it, but at the same time, like is it gonna be good enough? And that scares me. Like it's just not gonna be good. That's what bothers me. It's gonna be an anthem all over again or something. Uh, I really hope not. I hope not too. And Marvel Avengers really, especially after the new trailer, it's really piqued my interest. It's really, really piqued my interest. Oh yeah, I did see they released some this week. It's a minute long. I didn't catch it. Yeah, uh, it's, it's actually it's actually showing like I'm guessing and I'm assuming the main protagonist, and it looks like she's co- trying to cope with uh she she's trying to have uh cope with uh having powers. Oh yeah, it's supposed to be Miss Marvel, right? Yeah, it's not Miss Marvel. It's definitely not Miss Marvel. She, Kamala she got, Khan, the one that stretches, uh, right? Oh yeah. Oh okay. I never knew that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. So it's her, and uh, it seems like she's trying to cope with having powers, or at least learn how to use the powers. So it's going to look like it's going to be a nice little storyline, which I'm more excited about because obviously the powers is going to be fun to use. But I'm more, I'm more interested on in how the story is going to be. Persona Five, that Royal Edition, is another one that I might actually get. A buddy that plays Persona 5 and like he swears by it, saying like it's one of the best like JRPGs out there. So I'll definitely look forward to that. So I heard. Edition. Hey, he's gonna snatch up my answer. <laughs> so, <laughs> my yeah, Persona 5 Royal. Uh, for the same for the same reasons, my brother, my younger brother plays uh, Persona 5, uh, and he's trying to he's trying to get me to play it since it came out. Um, I just didn't know what type of game it was and didn't really want to get put any time into it. It looked 
too cartoony for me. And plus, it's part five. I can't join games unless I played the previous four. Um, so I played a game like this, the spiritual successor or the the progenitor, which is the Shimagami Tensei Digital Devil Saga. Now that might sound like whatever to most of you guys. Yeah, I definitely did. But uh, it, it's it's in the same universe. So Shimagami Tensei came out first. That was the original, and then Persona is like an offshoot of that. And it's the same concept where you have like your stand, uh, similar to JoJo, um, where you have like something that comes out of you, like a, a an altar that fights on your behalf. So I, I was like, I told him the next game that comes out after five, I'm gonna get this is a DLC or whatever. Like uh, they add another character and added some more stuff to it, so it's like a new game. Um, but it's enough for me to give it a shot. Yeah. So they they added a new character to the main storyline, which kind of shifts the storyline a little bit. So. It's, it's like a it's like an alternate version basically of of Persona Five, um, so I'm definitely going to play that. And then this game called Outsiders is coming out. There was a a demonstration for it two days ago. Yeah, and I've it looks it. isn't it doesn't look the way that I had it envisioned from the the uh, pre-rendered trailers they showed at E3. But I'm still willing willing to give it a shot. I'm, I love looter games, and it seems like there's going to be a lot of them coming out. So it's gonna be hard to find out which one is gonna be my next looter game after. I'm completely is, checked is out. That the, uh, is that the MMO looter that's coming out? I don't know if it's MMO. That yeah. other, but it's over the shoulder like like gears. It's, it looks right. like gears. So it's third person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a. There, I don't know who's creating it, but I but I remember hearing about it maybe like a week or two ago. There was a MMO looter coming out to consoles and PC. And so I, there's I, this one I, and I another one called Godfall, and I think I can't figure out which one is which. This is one of the right. things they make a lot of these games. I yeah, and, that, and that's what I'm thinking right now. Like, which one is it? What is it called? Because there's so mm-hmm. many coming out, like you said. And it, it did. I, the one I'm talking about, it did look pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Like even the concept when they were talking about, it, I was like, that that sounds like fun kind of thing. So I'll definitely keep a lookout for that. Animal Crossing looks good too. Uh, that's same reason. It's like a family game or something. If you have a gamer in your life, you could play with, and it's very relaxing. The music. I like games like this. Uh, late at night, you fall asleep. Yep. <laughs> it's one of Fishing. those things. If you stress yourself. <laughs> Mr. Nook. Y'all getting, um, y'all getting an Animal Crossing Switch? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Why not? How much is it? <laughs> I think it's going to be 300 <laughs> No, they can, keep that rub, they can rub that on yeah, their yeah, chest. The, I just got the special the edition thing. for the, the Pokemon, John, with yeah. the uh, X and or whatever they're called. We were, were they? talking about the Sword and Shield. The... So I'm not sure yeah, if I could get I could justify another 300 bucks so soon. <laughs> yeah, Rub we're thinking about it too, man. We're thinking about getting that Animal Crossing um, Switch. Like, we saw there was pre-order when it first came out, but then like we went back a couple of days later and it wasn't, so we might be out of luck. So we're hoping that maybe if we do want it, if we do end up getting it, we're going to have to just end up getting lucky and grab one that like just shipped from the store. Ships we have to a the store. coming so. in from someone, a fan of the show, uh, Rune Factory 4 Special is coming out. Are you guys familiar with Rune Factory? It's pretty similar to Animal Crossing in games like... Uh, what's the other one? Harvest Moon. And Harvest I know you're Moon? a fan of Harvest Moon, Ron. Yeah. So yeah. this is like that, but it's like with more <laughs> RPG elements where you fight and, you know, change your armor and stuff like that. So th- that's another game that we're interested in, in coming out later this year. Other than that, it's either sequels or remakes. Uh, yeah. I was about to say, uh, Dave, what you gonna do? Resident Evil 3 and Final Fantasy 7 is literally coming out in the same week. Buy them in the same week. 
How you gonna <laughs> somebody taking all work for the next week too? Nah, so you gonna, man, you gonna play gonna... back like uh, Cohen currently? Like so I feel like playing this week know, now, man. or you gonna we beat go... one and then beat the other one? Because you know the story for both of them already, so it's about yeah. the experience this we time around. When, when they get there, man. If I, if I had if I had a PS4, it'd definitely <laughs> be a rough week for me. I'll tell you that much. I get two weeks vacation every year, and I'd probably be taking it at that time of the year if I had a PS4. Just for those two years. The, the thing is, Resident Evil 3, it would probably be a game, because this is how I justify playing Resident Evil 2, and I forgot what other game I was playing. It's Kingdom Hearts, I think, because it came out, I think, right around the same time. So mm. I justified it by, I played Resident Evil 2 at night, you know, to get that whole theme going. You know, it's a horror game, you play it at night, a little bit more creepier. So, like, during the day and afternoon, I'd play Kingdom Hearts 3. So I'll probably do the same thing around this. I'll play Resident Evil 3 for the first week there. And then shit that over the You won't play with your headphones on though. Actually, I started um, putting my headphones on for Resident Evil Seven on Steam when I when I play. And leave so, that door open. Yeah. Leave that door open. <laughs> and leave that door open. <laughs> Yo, why the, game, why the game? so I mean, different? Yeah. Scary game is so. I mean, all the, all the lights be on, but my headphones be on though. <laughs> don't tell me don't tell me you don't keep looking at that door don't tell me you don't keep looking hey, at that door hey man head, you take what headphones like, huh? <laughs> huh? <laughs> I didn't even like that headphones be on but volume be all the way down though <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah man that's how I figured I'd do that I mean a week's time I think that uh, I think you could probably beat Resident Evil 3 in a week's time before Final Fantasy come out so but yeah man you know, Resident Evil 3 the day before that joint drop you go in and be like uh. I need a couple right. of days. Cool. I think something coming off. Then got that T virus, so I gotta take a couple of days off. <laughs> What's that? Oh, it's that new stuff. You don't know about it. Yeah, know about it. <laughs> All right, so uh, about <laughs> so what about this PS5 news? So we talked about how they unveiled the the logo uh, a couple weeks ago. Now we know what the price may be. So we found out that it it costs about 450 bucks to make the PS4. Um, and they're quote unquote struggling to lower the price. So we asked, I asked the question, how much is too much? How much would be too much? To That's too fucking much. No, 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 say that again, bro. The so PS5, it, it just costs four hundred fifty dollars to make, yeah, not for us to buy. Yeah, four hundred fifty dollars to make. So that thing, you're bucks. looking at seven hundred bucks. <laughs> exactly. So what I found out about the PS3 and PS4. The margin between the pro, like the profit margin, was only like 25 bucks. So it cost them about 380 to make the PS4, and they sold it for 400 bucks. And eventually, it became profitable. Where the games and all those um, private studios they purchased, that's where they're gonna, that's where they plan on making their money back. Um, Exactly. But you know what? That 25 dollars profit is still a profit. Right. One million people buy it, and that's 25 million dollars. Right. So you still, you still making money. Their their real problem is, and from what I was when I was reading about a uh, uh, Sony exec was saying like they're kind of like trying to wait to see what Microsoft does. They're basically yeah. looking looking for the competition's pricing, aka they want to see what the Xbox is going to cost. Where they make a price? They're gonna have. They're gonna go fifty bucks that, lower. That, Watch <laughs> whatever whatever Xbox. They're gonna have. They're gonna go fifty bucks lower. They're gonna have stale face when that Xbox is like three hundred, and they're yep. like, oh, because of oh people shit, don't realize, they're gonna have complete stale face. What people don't realize is the reason why the Xbox is always is cheaper is because that for Microsoft is it's just a baby. They don't really care. 
the Xbox itself is not even 10% of their profits for the whole year. Period. And mm-hmm. there's nothing to talk about. So, and Sony's is there the Sony the PlayStation and that whole product, that whole industry is a larger based margin. Off, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's based a larger off margin. So for Microsoft, it's like mm, we'll put that shit 20 bucks if we want. Like we don't care. Like we just want people on our we just want people on our product. That's what they what, want. What they're saying is the price of the to make the uh the product. So the fan, like us, like we were talking about before, they're making it more like a PC. Yeah. So the fan and the RAM stuff, like the uh the metals that they're using, they're just they're they're rarer to get. So that's why the price is so high. And I have a list here of a couple games that came out or the console in in their original prices. So we can go back and see and compare the it. Nintendo, the Nintendo, the original Nintendo was about almost four hundred bucks. So we have the surprisingly the NES that was was two hundred when it came out and the Sega was two hundred when it came out. But the first one we'll see the Neo Geo when it first came out in nineteen ninety one was six fifty. Yep. Ooh. Yep. People um, don't, people don't know well, that. now it's it's rare. Now it's it's twelve hundred dollars to get now. And, but let's see the PS, the PlayStation was three hundred bucks. Sega Saturn was four hundred bucks. Yeah. So it's all hovering around that. Yep. Three, and what people don't realize is four hundred when it came out. With inflation, that stuff would be way more now. Right, right. We're getting but more like, when do you stop making new consoles? When I think once we get I think we get the PC. You think? Once we get PC, I think we'll just make variations of the same thing. Like we have the Series X, like when we joked about Series Y, but I think it may be like a Series S, a smaller version. And then a series XL for the next version or whatever. And then we just replace parts like a computer. Dude, and and honestly, and I just said I said this to the to, uh, today before we got on the stream. If they just started selling like their console, let's say, but if it's a PC version of it, I guess, or like you know, with PC capabilities, and just sell you a bundle with the monitor and everything to it, and just be like, here it is for nine hundred bucks, people are gonna buy it. But they got to bundle it like that. It's like all it's getting people on that platform. If they just do something like that, get people on that platform, then it's just an initial investment. And then it's upgrades every year. But see, Sony would never do that because who owns basically all PCs? Goddamn, yeah. So they'll never do that. They'll they'll they're always stuck in making consoles, and and Microsoft isn't. But that, that's crazy though, because like, we keep making new consoles, PS5, PS6, and all that stuff. How much better can graphics get, man? Like. Eventually, well, there's gonna be a point where like you can't add so much more to like to all this stuff. So well, the way nanotechnology is, every two years they 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 max out and then they make more and then eventually you only can make them so small. So eventually, all technology is gonna max out. We'll eventually get and more into into VR. That'll be more standardized. Mm-hmm. I think so. That'll be the next the next progression because as you said, with TVs and technology. Our natural eyes, we can't evolve those. Yep. We can't we can't see much better than what yeah, we've seen we... for the past <laughs> couple million years. We can't do that. So the next thing is to get inside of it and start to feel the sensation. So with the connect and with we and even with the switch preparing us to move our bodies to control the game. I think that's the natural progression in the next 10, 15 years. Like yep. uh I hope it doesn't get like sword art and we get trapped in there. Yeah, we but, get um, trapped in there. <laughs> or hack. Right, right. Or hack. But, but think about this, though, Ron. But think about this. You're saying you're gonna get a PS4 for Final Fantasy VII and Last of Us Two. Last of Us Two comes out in April, I believe, and literally six months later, the PS5 will come out. So, are you comfortable spending that like three hundred to four hundred dollars on a PS4, and then six months later, the PS5 drops? Actually, I just checked on like eBay. I found one for one fifty. But I see your point. Um, 
I don't. I don't feel comfortable, especially knowing that if I buy the PS5, it's gonna be backwards compatible. So it'd probably be easier to get the PS5. But see, I'm not. I'm not a PlayStation fan, so I'd be mad to spend that five hundred dollars just for these two games, and then almost go back and do it yeah. again, and then turn around and buy the Xbox. That's why I remember this year when this console race started, I literally said like I'm buying one and just one. Normally I buy them all. I normally I buy them all. I had the GameCube, PlayStation. I had the Xbox. I had them all. I buy them all. But this this console race I wasn't doing it because they're they're they look the same and I, I know PlayStation has better exclusives because they always do and they got better uh RPGs which they always do but remember soon as they released soon as they announced that Final Fantasy 15 was gonna be on both systems I was like get an Xbox soon as they announced it, that I'm just like I'm getting an Xbox and they give me flip flop I, th- I remember around the PS3 and Xbox 360 days the Xbox was on top and we would say PS3 has no games. Yeah. <laughs> that was though that meme, uh, like no Russian, and then now it flipped with the whole Xbox and the you have to have Connect and you have to be online, and it was five hundred bucks. So that really tore yeah. it down. And PS4 was able to rise. So now releasing this price is saying that there will be no exclusives. Have you seen that? There's no exclusives for uh, at least for Xbox. Yeah, there's yeah. exclusives that release so for the Xbox. What are we? They don't have any companies, and when they when they right. do release exclusive things, people don't want to buy them. See, what, what I, I've been saying for years is that the Xbox community is hardcore gamers, hardcore first-person shooter gamers too, and the PlayStation just isn't on that wavelength. Because even when I play Rainbow Six, like I play Rainbow Six on Xbox and I play it on PlayStation, I tell you right now, on Xbox, I'm basically I'm basically dying, mostly platform, which is like almost the highest rank you can get. But on PlayStation, I'm champion, which is literally the highest level you can get because i'm just dominating everybody because they're you know why it's not they're not hardcore first person shooters it's mostly think, casual, it's mostly like you know single player kind of gamers yeah definitely so the community aspect of xbox is definitely there like with the party system the xbox or the ps games uh didn't get party capability until ps3 late in this life cycle yeah um, but it's interesting to see what the PS5 does when it first comes out. Is it going to take the same route as no exclusives? I think they should jump on top of this and take advantage of Xbox having no exclusives and drop like two PS5 exclusives for their new release. But see, you know why they they're not going to there... do that? They always have the better exclusives. They're not going to do that. And then when Xbox did have good exclusives, like people complained that Xbox then, but then RPGs, what's like what's separating what's separating themselves? What are separating themselves from the Xbox, uh, the new Xbox? They're so that's separate. my follow up. That's my follow up. Like, when is it going to be a point where there's no there's no need for a separate console? Yeah, just just, yeah, just, just cross platform like, or something. Yeah, just make right. Isn't isn't Sony isn't Sony and Nintendo working on making a Nintendo PlayStation kind of thing, like a so, retro kind of game? So that that was uh. A console that, uh, that came out a couple years ago, or that was going to come out, it was just a prototype that is selling for like three hundred thousand dollars now. Jeez. It was supposed to be a Nintendo Sony thing, but like with Modern Warfare games like Fortnite, uh, dude, just give me cross There's so much crossplay, so there's yeah. no real point unless there's like a specific yeah, yeah, feature you're looking for. Exactly, a single player game where where PlayStation deal went out because let's just face it, they have better exclusive and. I, like I like I said, when people complained that Xbox didn't have uh, RPGs, they released a bunch of them. People didn't play them. Uh, Blue Dragon, Lost Odyssey, they re- released a bunch of them. People didn't yeah. play. Yeah, JRPGs. Some 
some have a hard time here in the West. Um, but I definitely feel you. But yeah, because you know why Western players are into shooters, and that's why Xbox yeah. is successful as Western far as when. Th- yeah, that's why that's why the Xbox community is literally completely different in the PlayStation community. It's literally completely different. PlayStation is huge in Japan. Xbox doesn't really do anything over there. Um, yeah, I, the, the last the numbers RPGs. I checked, they sold one million units of Xbox One X, and if that was take, in this whole five-year lifespan. If you take some time to look through the store on. Well, you couldn't on PlayStation, but I can show you a picture of like all the games. A, a, a huge portion of them are Japanese uh, role playing yeah, games. Having uh, RPG sales on the PlayStation Store compared to the Xbox Store, and it's so like you many. said, it's more popular in Japan. Yeah, but, Listen, yeah. I, when Duda was in uh, Japan, he he had broke his controller. You know, it like fell or something like that. He was searching for an Xbox controller for like two months because mm-hmm. he couldn't find any Xbox products in Japan. Mm-hmm. It's just like they're not neither one of these systems are going to be separating themselves if they go release date and no exclusives. And then what? what's oh, going to draw course. you? Say if you're an Xbox fan, what's going to draw you to the PlayStation 5 if there's no exclusives? Same thing with the um, PlayStation. Like if you're Halo an 7. Xbox fan, what's going to draw you over here? Exactly. But if it's not coming out right at exclusive, say they drops oh, the really? new Xbox, the new Xbox drops. And then a year later, Halo 7 doesn't come out. So why would you buy that? Why would you waste yeah. your money right away right. Xbox X. coming out a year later? That's what happened to Xbox X. The Gears didn't come out for a year later. Halo didn't come out for a year later. There was some other stuff that didn't come out for a year later. But basically, that's what happened. Yeah, this may be a wait-and-see console for me, yeah, especially yeah. with uh, setting it's up stuff for wait. this computer. It's definitely a wait-and-see. Both wait of for them see. are a wait-and-see console. Honestly, yeah. Because, I mean, appreciate- games still look good here on exactly. this TV with this console exactly. I have right now. So if it's a huge jump or if it's like... This game I've been waiting for, like the next Knights of the Old Republic is exclusive for Xbox <laughs> Series X. Yeah, we might have to figure something out there. Yeah, but right and, now, and like, I'm good with what I have. I, I agree with all that. And, and one one thing that would, which I heard is going to be anyway, is a sell, will be a sell for me who plays a lot of FPS is, is the 120 uh, frames per second. Mm. Like, so if that's standardized, like all shooters on that, then, then that's probably going to be a good sell for me because 60 frames suck. Compared to playing, well, you if you, imagine, you play on like, PC, you'll notice the games, difference. When these games come out, the PS4 Pro big thing was 4K. 8K is coming up next. Now your 4K TV obviously not is obviously not supporting the 8K, so you got to buy the PS4, PS5, X, the new Xbox. That's that's five hundred dollars. And then if you want the full experience, you got to go buy this new 8K say, TV. 8K. Yeah. I gotta buy a new TV. That's gonna cost you another four or five hundred dollars. Yeah, so listen, I don't even care. Four or five hundred. Hold on, hold on. What are you talking about? Where you stealing at? Where you stealing at? Where you stealing that from? At least a thousand bucks. Yeah, so you know where I'm getting at. Oh, you're spending five hundred for this, then you're gonna go spend another thousand for that. As that's just gonna be the first model TV you spend because you know damn well they're gonna come out with different models. Yeah, so you're spending all this money for this one system. I just want I just want my frames per second because people who if you've ever played on a PC you definitely notice the difference. There's yep. a huge fucking difference from 60 frames to 120 frames. There's a huge fucking gap, like huge gap. 60. 60 frames. That's yeah. That's what that's what uh Call of Duty gets. That's what Siege gets too. But most shooters get 60 frames per second on mm-hmm. console right now, compared to the like 120, 144 that they're getting on PC. All right, we'll we'll see we'll wait and see what happens. Um, I think we have a question. Oh, from last week, you you asked, do we still read Game Informers? That was a question from last week. Are we? Are we still? Are we still reading comic mag- magazines in general? 
That's that's probably should be the real question. Said, are we still reading Game Informer? For me, that's a no. Yeah, it's that's a, a hard it's a, no. Even though I'm literally subscribed to Game Informer, I got six copies in my desk right now. Almost do pick it up. It's literally just to scroll to where the uh, reviews are and see the scores. But mm-hmm. remember the days where we used to get that in the mail and you go sit in the toilet, couldn't wait to go poop. Just so you can read that, John. <laughs> <laughs> and now, and now, obviously, you get all your everything's on your phone, phone, man. Yeah, now you get on the phone. Yeah, and you can and you can subscribe to Game Informer and get the mobile version. But really, who's doing that? Like, you, when you could just Google something, or somebody already reviewed it for you, or something like that. So I ain't never gonna forget the time where GameStop tried to get me to sign up for their little exclusive things that send you the Game Informer. And then this was like a week after like news broke that they're gonna GameStop is like going out of business and it, and they're discontinuing that reward system and dude's still gonna try to get me to sign up for that. Oh, that's all they. That's the whole job is to upsell, which is crazy. Well, but well, I'll tell you right now, as a person who used to really own GameStop stocks, it was at like forty dollars at one point, one quarter. The next quarter, we're literally at seventeen. That's how fast their stocks went down. And it is because of digital sales. It literally is because of, because when Xbox started the streaming system, the digital selling system, I'm not joking. Literally, it was forty dollars one quarter, and then the next quarter it was seventeen. And now I think it hovers around eleven to twelve. Well, GameStop makes all their profit from selling used stuff. They really don't make yeah. anything from selling like new games. Exactly. And they're switching to be more pre-orders, like pre-orders, pre-orders, and used games are what they make their money off of. They're switching to more be to be more like a LAN uh, hub. If you've seen some of the pictures floating around. It's like a meeting area, so they have like all the computers set up, all the computer desks and chairs and all that stuff set up. And so that's what it should have always like been. Dude. One of the yeah. best experiences. They, they should have held. They should held tournaments every weekend. Like yep. when Yu-Gi-Oh was popping, yep. they should have had like a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament every weekend with the cards. Street Fighter was popping. They should have had like a Street yep. Fighter tournament like every week, once yep. a week. Like it could be something simple. Hey, win this five dollar gift card. Yeah, if you not even fifty dollars. Yeah, exactly. Five dollars. Five dollar gift card. You so you 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 beat five or six kids. In Street Fighter, you get five five dollar uh, game card. You know I what? would this never one... understand. Yeah, I would never understand why they, why they why they didn't evolve. No. Why some they local places did that. Local places, but yeah, but I yeah, but by and large, they're trying to play catch up with esports now. They see how it's like the the popularity of it, and I think it's just one of the things where whoever was on top making decisions just didn't see it as being you know progressing like this. Yeah. So they're playing catch up and hopefully they're able to stick around because we've Dude, seen I think other I think things go away. I'll say one of the biggest experiences you can have as a gamer for those who haven't or too young to have done it is going to a midnight release. That was one. Of, that's some of the best gaming experiences you'll get. But when's the last time you walked into a GameStop like game? I haven't. When I haven't walk, been in a game. When I walk in years. there. <laughs> When I walk into a GameStop, it's to buy collectible, whether it's a T-shirt I like or it's a Funko Pop. I've never gone there with the intention. I haven't gone in there with I, the intention I to buy a video game in a long time. In like three years, and and the reason why I have the Game Informer now is because when someone you else went, forget. no, when someone you keep else forgetting went, to unsubscribe to that. No, 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 I already, I already clicked that. Uh, you know how you get the free year if you sign for the membership. See, someone else went and signed for a membership and then just put it in my name and gave it to me. That's really how I have it. Yeah, it's kind of interesting to see what happens with that too. That's another wait and see thing. But so see one thing, guess. one thing I wanted to mention the art of magazines. Um, I think that's cool. Like the way that they. That's one thing I'm kind of missing. But as far as getting the news, you can get it on YouTube or or just Google it. Um, but like at the doctor's office, whenever there's a magazine, they always pick it up and look through it. 
um, not game informer necessarily, but you know, different magazines. And that's one art form that's going to eventually go away. So in one in one sense, that that's hard to see. But I mean, there's no there's no real need for game informer and stuff like this anymore. I mean, PlayStation magazine is gone. Nintendo magazine. Um, yeah, like, I can I, see if they I do like this like, cheat codes or like specials. Like this remember is that? what's Dude, happening. In the yeah, back, in the back of the magazine, you used to have the, the cheat codes for the. Game. Everything's online now. If you do a cheat code, you're gonna get your 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 thing banned. There's no, they don't yeah. do that anymore, and they make yeah. you pay for it. We can talk about that at some other point. But I DLC know, but, and uh, cheats and stuff, and always <laughs> online is is really like killing games in a sense. But I think like with like GameStop and companies like that that still are producing these like game magazines. I think they're banking on those fans that love that having that physical copy. Right, right. You know right. what I mean? Like touching that copy, touching that CD. Be like, hey, you want to borrow this game? I got it at the house. I can just bring it to you. And some people collect to, like, those you know, A digital copy. Yeah, people I think that's what they're banking on. Dude, we but can, it's, we it's can, not enough. It's not enough of those people though. We can to do keep a whole... your business going. We can do a whole episode on this, but I will say I am one of those people because Resident Evil 2, I did have to have the hard copy for. I wanted the hard copy of Resident Evil 2. Same, same but how many games do you care about that? that's like that? Maybe yeah. Final Fantasy 7 make, you'll get the hard copy. But like, but I didn't that, but I didn't even get it from for, GameStop. They're cheaper on, on the PlayStation Store. Yeah. See? You know what I mean? <laughs> but you're right, man. That's a topic for another day, man. All right, we'll wrap things up here. Thank you guys so much for joining us for episode 5 of the Animated Gamers Podcast. If you like what we talk about, be sure to check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And to join the conversation, hit us up on Discord, where we keep the conversation going every day. Until next time, take care.